0: Bitch, I thought self-respect was taxing niggas. Bitch, I said what I said. Know your worth, bitch. You was mad because you didn't like that, that I said that because you know it's true, bitch. You do not like throwing that pussy around like you be throwing around motherfucking town and coming home to them bills being due, bitch. You don't like seeing a bitch, a nigga cutting a check on a bitch surgery or, or on a bitch bag on a bitch car and you coming home after fucking that nigga that you think love you and your bills is due. Bitch, I ain't never saying fuck niggas for me, bitch. I said know your worth and tax these niggas. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of Black and Classic Podcast. I'm really excited to be doing this. Um, I had, you know, a few bumps in the road today trying to do this, getting my camera together, making sure my lighting was good, my Canon, whatever this camera is called, definitely needs a new memory card because it wouldn't record past 30 seconds. And I realized that probably 20 minutes into recording. So, we're just gonna get down to it. I don't wanna waste any more time. I have been talking about starting a podcast for, wow, maybe a year now, and I'm finally doing it. Be patient with me. I'm a perfectionist and I like to do everything right the first time, but that's impossible. So, the first thing that I wanna talk about today, also before I start, I just want to say happy birthday to Nipsey Hussle. That is why I chose today after maybe April. I was like, I need to pick a good time to start this podcast. Like, I need to pick a date and I need to stick to it. And something just said August, and, you know, we've been in quarantine and We've all been home and I could have used this time to be well over, you know, 30 or something episodes, but something just told me to do today. Something told me to do August. So here we are. Now, I want to just first start off by talking about the goal of this podcast. This podcast is strictly for Black women. I'm all about Black people. Um, I'm all about the color Black in and of itself. So, for me, I don't want to feel like, you know, other women, other races, other other nationalities, excuse me, I've been drinking Patron, so bear with me. Can't listen to this, right? But at the same time, there needs to be a space where we say, actually, no, this is for Black women, period. Period. Um, I want to encourage Black women to be better, to want more, to demand more out of life. I don't want Black women to settle and to feel like, you know, we have to get the bottom of the barrel. We have to suffer for, you know, um, love or finances or just overall life. Like we should want more and need more and ask for more and expect it you know what I mean? And we can't lower our standards. So that's the whole point of this podcast is to take everyday life happenings and kind of show you how you can implement them and how you can ask for more and give you that sort of guidance, but in a real way. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to lie about anything. I'm not going to hold your hand and make it sound good because that's what has been done for generations. For generations we've had people tell us things and make us feel good about, you know, having struggled love and living a life in poverty when we should, you know, love and feel that we deserve luxury and we deserve the best out of life. That's what black and classic is. Black is classic, black is everything, and that's the point of this podcast. So now that I got that all out the way, I can get to the shits and giggles because, let me tell you, I've been drinking. I'm hot up under these lights. I got my camera going. And, darling, I just want to, you know, talk my shit. Now, in the beginning of this podcast, I started with Suki Hana. Let me tell you something. I love Suki. When Suki first started out in her career, right, I was like, okay, so this is just a girl who wants to troll, collect a few coins, maybe host a few parties, you know, get her money and dip. That's what she was giving me. But now I feel like she's gotten a message and she's taking it and she's running with it. And she's doing something that I honestly, to God, did not anticipate her doing. I felt like she was going to have this 15 minutes of fame. Every once in a while, she'll pop out doing something crazy. And then it'll just die down and that'll be it. But it's like, she's steadily growing and growing. And, you know, her antics are still crazy. But now it's like, when I see her antics, I'm like, wait, but she's not lying about what she's saying. Or, you know, it's not as crazy as it used to be. Like, there's something, there's something there. And I appreciate that. So I started off with her video where she was telling you self respected hoes to have self-respect and to tax these men. And that went viral, of course. Why did it go viral? Because women hate being told that, you know, they're basically devaluing themselves or they're not, you know, living up to the standards that they should be. And they hate hearing that from a black woman, from a woman who they deem to be ghetto, ratchet, whatever. Oh, they hate it, baby. They don't want to hear that. What they want to, you know, be confirmed is that, like she said, they want to be conscious and they want to be, you know, so holier than thou. But when you break it down and when you really, you know, peel back the layers of the onion, at the end of the day, you really don't have self-respect because if you did, like she said, you would not have a dry purse and a wet cooch. You just want it. That's not. The two just don't add up. Let me say that, right? Because having self-respect is taxing these men. You know, it's it's self-worth. It's understanding that when you come into my space, when you come into or use my body, which is a temple, you need to add value. You cannot just take, 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 and take And think that whispering in my ear, sweet nothings is going to do something to me. Think that, you know, sending me a text, good morning, is going to do something to me. Um, You can't think that promising me that we'll be married is going to do something for me. It's not. You can't think that telling me, oh, I want you to have my kids is going to do something to me. It's not. Because at the end of the day... Most women can have children. Most women can have sex with a man. But most women don't have the self-respect to say, if you are going to enter into my world, you need to add value. And that value comes from you showing me that you can provide, protect, and offer me some, you know, uh, security, some sustainability where I don't have to feel like I'm doing every single thing on my own. Now, in other cultures, that's not something that is ever even a question. They know that they're going to take care of their women, they're going to provide for their women. But because Black women have been deemed to be strong and have been deemed to, you know, withstand and um, uphold a whole community, a whole village. Therefore, we don't feel like we have to take care of our women. We have to protect our women. So, this is much deeper than what Sukihana said. But at the same time, it's exactly what she said. Whether it be paying for a surgery, buying a purse, you know, buying a car, buying a Lamborghini truck, whatever it is. At the end of the day black women should be gifted things they should be taken care of they should be financed because we are life givers we are life bearers we make everything happen so if me telling you you need to have money because i want to be taken care of I want to be protected. I want to be provided for. If that makes me a gold digger, if that makes me a hoe, if that makes me whatever label you want to apply, then so be it. That's just what I'm going to have to be because I'm going to know my worth. I'm going to add tax and I'm going to expect you to do that and then some. And I feel like doing that raises the bar for what we expect our men to have and to do for us. A lot of times, the bar for men is so low that they don't have to bend over backwards. And when they feel like a woman is asking them to do something, she's high maintenance, she's bougie, she's a gold digger, she only want to be asking me for my money, and it's like, well, sir, you only want to be after me for what's between my legs. So, I- I'm going to need something out of this. Just, just just, off the strength of who I am as a woman. Yeah, I'm going to need something out of this. You coming into my space, using up my electricity, using up my water, my heat, my cool air, what have you. Yeah, baby, I'm going to need something up out of this. You just can't come into my space, especially, okay? Especially... When I pay for everything, I pay for all this to move, for all this to work, and I'm never without power. I'm never without, you know, my Wi Fi. I'm never without water. I'm never without heat. I'm never without nothing. I'm always going to have. So if I can make it happen for me, don't think you can come and leech off of this. You're going to need to do something. It's just that simple. I I, I can't imagine having a man come into my space and he just feel like he can sit up and lay up and he has not provided for anything. Like you're going to walk into my bathroom, turn on the lights. You realize that the reason why you could flick them lights on is because of me, right? Okay. So yeah, you might want to leave some money on that dresser. You might want to bring groceries when you walk in. You might want to fill up my gas tank. Like, yeah, you might want to do that just because I know my worth. Just like when they be like, oh, what do you bring to the table? I'm the table. I'm the house. I'm the gas. I'm the lights. I'm all of that because I do that for myself. So if you want to be in this area, I need you to do the same. It's just that simple. And I think because of Suki's delivery, people wanted to hate on it. And they do that all the time with black women. People will hate on this delivery. Um, And that's okay, because at the end of the day, the person who needs to hear this message, the person who needs to hear Suki's message will hear Suki's message. It's a lot of women having babies by men because they feel like, oh, well, if I have a baby by him, that will keep him. It won't, my darling, that will keep you in a struggle. I'm tired. This is something that really grinds my gears. I am tired of seeing women have infants or toddlers in a stroller waiting for the city bus. That, to me, is just the most horrific thing. Now, I don't know what your circumstance is that got you to that point, but what I do know is if you... Had a child by a man. You should be able to have a vehicle to get you from point A to point B. If you are dating a man. You should be without want. You should be without need. That's not saying rely on him and his money. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is. There's a lot of women who are hungry, but claim to be so in love with the man. There's a lot of women who can't afford to do basic things like, you know, get their hair done or, you know, buy new underwear, buy new socks. Like you can't do basic things for yourself and to care for yourself. But you claim to love a man and you claim that he loves you. How much does he love you if you have to struggle for the bare minimum? Where is the self-respect in that? See, my self-respect is I respect myself so much, I want to allow a man to treat me worse than I treat myself. And if I treat myself like a goddess, if I treat myself like I'm all that, if I treat myself like I'm God's child, how could I allow a man in my space to treat me worse than I treat myself. And I treat myself incredibly. Like, I love myself so much. I respect myself so much that I would not allow myself to be in a struggle. I would not allow myself to be down bad, you know, financially, physically, mentally. You know, I work very hard to keep myself in the place of, you know, Um, Where I'm striving And where I'm thriving And where I'm constantly reaching new levels You know what I mean And I know leveling up is such a buzzword right now But I'm constantly trying to level up And I'm constantly trying to push it to the next level And to make sure that I'm growing And I'm succeeding Now in doing that How? Okay How? (laughs) How? Do you allow a man in your life to treat you worse than you treat yourself? That, to me, does not make any sense. And then, okay, and then have the audacity to say, oh, he loves me. But do you love you? Because if you loved you like you should, there's no way you would be okay with him loving you like that. Because he's giving you the bare minimum, sis. I mean, he is giving you the bare minimum, And to be quite honest, a lot of these men are okay with operating from, like, a below-average mentality or, you know, if we're speaking in forms of report cards, you know, having a C average, maybe even a D average because women accept that. Now, if you self-respected hoes accept, right... A man with a D average, he's going to give you D average. There's nothing you can do. Once you set the boundary that you are okay with him doing the bare minimum, with him getting Cs and Ds and Fs, once you set that standard and that boundary, that's what he's going to do. He's not going to excel. He's not going to go above and beyond that because you have already set that that's what you will tolerate. And then what happens, side note, what happens is he'll leave you because he'll get tired of hearing your mouth. Like, you already set this standard. So why are you in my face yelling about, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to be this and you need to... I don't need to do none of that because you already showed me this is what I can do. And that's what I'm going to continue to do because you accept it, right? So he'll leave you alone and he'll go get with another woman. Now, when he get with the other woman... She is a plus average. She needs you to be the valedictorian. She needs you to have the 4.0. She needs you to be able to just get into any Ivy League school that you want. That's, that's, that's her criteria, right? That's what she expects. So when she, when he goes over there to her, right, now he's changed and he's transformed. And you're like, wait. How he going to go over there and be like that with her? But when he was with me, he was doing this, this and this. Because baby, you set your standards to the floor and he was only going to rise to meet what you set him at. If we as black women decide that, you know what? C average, D average, ain't cutting it. You need to be A average. You need to be valedictorian. You need to be, you know, getting accepted accepted into the Ivy League schools. Once we set that as the standard, you have to rise to the occasion. It's just, there's just no other way. But until we get there, until we remove our self-respect as simple as he loves me, we we won't win. You'll continue to have a dry purse and a wet cooch because you don't want to. Ex- you don't want him, especially black men, specifically to excel past just having like a 1.2 grade average. Like that's cool with you as long as he texts you and come through and dick you down. You cool with you know all the other. Me, I'm not women that I want to encourage and, you know, um, uplift, they, they, they're they not going to be okay with that because that's just it. just, it just doesn't make sense, right? Like when we really think about it, it just doesn't make sense. You need to raise the bar for yourself, put yourself on a pedestal, and every year that pedestal needs to go up and up and up. And up. And don't break your neck. Don't bend over. Don't lend a hand to pull no one up. You can help him. You can talk to him. You can give him the steps. You can give him the tools. You can give him advice. But what you won't do is put your hand down and pull him up. Because if you can do it for yourself, he can do it for himself. And I think that's what we're missing. We're missing a lot of women trying to drag grown man childs around, trying to grab, drag grown men around and it's like no 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 no, don't do that because men aren't dragging women around they get on they get popping and they just go and get with another bitch that's popping you know excuse my language but that's what they do so for you to think that now you have to drag these broke men around you know because he loves you <sighs> baby no listen just know Okay, just in N-O. oh. Just dead that right there. Have self-respect. Have self-worth. Know that you are everything. The beginning, the middle, and the end. And that's just that. Now, I have just a few more minutes. I'm tired of talking. I'm hot under these lights. Listen, y'all, it's been a long day. I went working out, um I do some walk-ins, some stairs, a little jogging, you know, trying to maintain these quarantine pounds. Whew. So I I'm ready to wrap this up. but thank you. If you have been listening so far, it's what twenty minutes. Mm. I really appreciate it. I really do because although this may seem really simple, it's not. There's nothing simple about sitting and talking and making sure you're articulating yourself right, you're pronouncing your words right. I have Patron in my system. Did I say these lights are hot? These lights are hot, baby. But I wanna make sure I do this and I stay consistent because the marathon does continue. So my last thing that i want to talk to y'all about is hypergamy this is new to me i learned about hypergamy this year maybe around right before right before corona so it might have been february maybe january i learned about hypergamy and i loved it i love the idea of dating up um i love the idea of dating in a different social class um And I had a whole blog post on my website about only dating millionaires simply because, again, it all ties into each other, right? So you want to be able to raise the bar and put yourself in positions where you are in different rooms and around different people and in different environments. And hypergamy is just kind of the bowl on top. Like, once you've done all you can, oh, it's a gospel song. Once you've done all you can to put yourself in the best position possible, now you can just start dating the men that really, really get money, not the rappers, not the, you know, ball players, like the men that like own oil companies and like really get money, you know what I'm saying? That is like, The upper echelon, like that's like taking it to another level. And I think that is so important for Black women to realize is that we don't have to limit ourselves to the hoods and to the communities that we grew up in. The world is so big. I mean, the world is a ghetto. This, listen, especially the United States of America, baby, it is a ghetto. But there is so much more outside of this country. There is so much more to life and I feel like understanding um hypergamy and understanding that you should date outside of your social class. Don't feel like you gotta date the men that you know just from your community. Like the world is so big. And also mm, before I go, I wanna encourage black women to socialize with different crowds, socialize with Women who aren't from your background, who don't do what you do. Um, I had actually before COVID, again, I was looking into getting a membership to um, country clubs. Um, I was researching them, finding out which one would be the best, finding out which one wasn't so racist. Maybe they did have some black members. (laughs) I'm so serious. That's what I was doing prior to COVID. I was like, okay, this one is fifteen hundred for the year, but I don't really see any black people. This one is twenty one hundred. Well, looks like they might have ten or so people, you know, give or take. I was doing that because I wanted to expand, you know, my horizons and not just be limited to what I knew and the people that I knew. And people always talk about networking and how important networking is and I mean, the bottom line is networking is everything, um, but so is hypergamy, you know what I mean? And again, that may make you sound like a gold digger. It may make you sound like you're chasing money. But to me, I feel like black women already get, you know, the end of the stick, like we already get the worst of it. So why not start to put ourselves in positions to be better? to get more, to demand more, to ask for more. I love following um, Black um, women, luxury, elegance type pages on Instagram. I follow so many because I love seeing Black women have, you know, just the riches of life and it not be a thing where, oh, she's dating a rapper, so that's why she got this, or oh, she's dating a basketball player. So that's why she got this. Like, no, sis is out here in Germany. Sis is out here in, you know, Italy. She's like, she's all over exploring the world and just enjoying the riches of life. And I think that is so important for Black women to understand is that you need to leave the people alone that don't, Mean you no good A lot of these people don't want to live beyond You know, working You know, their 9 to 5 that they hate Taking maybe a vacation a year You know, having their kids Putting them in the same school system Like, they don't want more And for you, you have to Want more Demand more, ask for more And then again, like Suki said Add tax That's all, that's all Just want more Demand more and add tax. So I'm looking at my list. I'm feeling like I said everything. I'm really happy with this episode. Maybe next time I won't drink because then I won't get so hot and I'll be able to say everything I really want to say. But I'm pleased. I'm thinking of doing episodes, right, maybe Tuesday and Saturday. I hate saying days because, again, it will change. Today was just a really important day for me. Um, I felt like living and understanding that the marathon continues and understanding that you have to put one foot in front of the other and just keep going and don't, you know, overexhaust yourself, just keep going day by day by day, brick by brick by brick. This was just really a day that I felt I could stick to it and do it. So, the purpose of this once again, um I want to encourage black women, all black women from different backgrounds, um different social classes, you know, loving different things, um different sexuality preferences, whatever. If you're a Black woman, this is for you. Um, I want you to feel represented. I want you to feel loved because I love you. I don't even care if I haven't met you. I love you. Your life means everything to me Um, because I feel like I represent you and you represent me. So I'm going to continue to do this. Now, listen, guys, listen, listen. I I don't know when the next one going to come, okay? I'm going to just be honest with you. I don't don't too much know. I'm hoping for Tuesday. Um, But if not, thank you so much. If it comes next Saturday, it comes next Saturday. Bear with me. I'm struggling to get through this. I hate talking. I hate listening to my voice, but it is what it is. Thank you so much for tuning into episode one the Black and Classic Podcast. I appreciate it. Um, So please like, share it to everyone, send me whatever you feel. Um, Tell me how you feel about what I said. I don't care. I just want this message to be out. I want to reach the masses. Um, And I love you guys. Thank you. Bye.